Hey everyone, this is Brooke and you're listening to the Vintage Gardener podcast, which is where I give you tips and tricks on gardening, particularly if you're like me and you garden in Southern New Jersey, which is zone 7A. So guys, I'm sure you guys are wondering, you know, what's up with the title of this podcast. Uh, So I'm going to tell you what's coming up in 2024. So When I first started the Vintage Gardener Instagram account and YouTube channel, and that was back in 2019, I did so for a very specific purpose. One day, I hoped to open my own greenhouse slash nursery. I know most of you who are listening to this podcast were not around back then when I first started my channel. And if you decide to take a gander down my videos, I would say, number one, I'm sorry. Uh, My outfits, my hair were kind of a mess. And number two, uh, the camera quality is definitely not the best. And I've certainly come a long way since that particular time. Uh, If you look at the earlier videos, you'll see that, you know, at the time, back in 2019, that is, I was selling my first house, which was very small, and I was looking for uh, hopefully a a format. I was looking for, you know, a piece of property that had like, you know, five or six acres and also had a farmhouse accompanying it. And it was a rough search. You know, my budget wasn't overly large, uh, so I knew that I was going to need to find something that would need, you know, some fixing up. And I didn't mind because... I like old houses and typically in this area, you know, a lot of the, you know, the properties that have like a lot of cleared land were old farm farmhouses. So I didn't mind that. But the, one of the biggest issues I was running into was that first uh, there were a number of properties that although they had the land in the house, they didn't get high-speed internet like Fios or Xfinity. And, you know, it's not like I could just like quit my job and do farming. So, you know, I was going to have to work and I do work from home and I couldn't access the internet. And second, even if the properties had a lot of land, uh, the taxes are high because it's New Jersey and the land wasn't necessarily usable due to wetlands and forest Uh, It's just how things are zoned. And so in the end, I would have been prohibited from converting, you know, woods and that sort of thing into farmland unless it was for something like blueberry farming or cranberry farming, or if I was going to do something like, you know, grow a bunch of native plants, which I don't like. Now, guys, there's native and then there's native, okay? Uh, So things like echinacea or, you know, hydrangea and that sort of thing, although they're native to the U.S., they're not necessarily native to, like, specific regions, but they do they do adapt very well. Um, they were talking about native plants, like as in native to the wetlands in New Jersey. And that's, I'm not interested in those types of plants. In my opinion, they're ugly. Uh, they, it looks like the side of a ditch and that's not what I'm looking to do. And so I did 
during my search, I did actually find a couple of properties that checked off all the boxes. Uh, the one that I was most interested in was a uh, seven bedroom farmhouse with five acres of land and it already had outbuildings. But the only problem was that it had been foreclosed upon by the bank. And so when it was on sale, they were not, they would not consider a t any contingent offers. Uh, so basically I already had to have my house under contract or even sold. Um, and obviously there was like no negotiating the price. Uh, the price was fine. It's just that at the time I didn't have a buyer for my house and they wouldn't do a contingent um, offer. Uh, the second house from what I remember, I, I, I did have an issue with my house and not because there's anything wrong with my house, but there was this one thing that happened and my, you know, open house didn't go like I thought it was. And so it was just, it was a problem. So it ended up, I ended up taking longer to sell my first house than I thought that it was going to. And so because I had done a contingent offer that fell through, I was a little gun shy about doing another one. So there was a property that I did like that also could have worked, but by the time my house got under contract, that house had been sold. So I just kind of missed, you know, it was just missed opportunities. So, you know, by the time I was, you know, my house was under contract and I was ready to, you know, at that point, um, buy a house or like put an offer of one of my own, you know, I had come to realize that, you know, basically because of how the zoning laws and stuff are written, I really just needed to find a house with an acre of cleared land because with all the woods and stuff around here, basically I may have been able to clear around an acre, you know, and if I got something that had a lot more land, it was just going to be wasted because I would never be able to use it. So I did change my plan. Uh, what I decided to do was to just find a house that was bigger than my little two bedroom cottage and I would just find farmland at a latter point in time, or I would just finish fixing up whatever house I bought, you know, to get the most money for it and then sell it to find, you know, a farm house on a, on enough farmland that I needed. And so, uh, because of that, that's why I purchased the house that I have now, which I refer to as a wildfowl manor and I have an acre land. So the thing is, when I bought this house, um, it was it was zoned and it's still zoned for a residential business. So I can have 50% business, you know, on this property. And so basically it's designed so that you can live and work here. <clears throat> and when I got it, at the time it sounded great. And I thought, okay, well, you know what? Even if I get farmland, I could, you know, sell from the house. But what I didn't take into consideration, which was how bad a problem I was going to end up having with trespassers. And then I found out from some of my neighbors that the prior owners, well, first of all, I did know that the prior owners had a, a backyard nursery at the house because my mom used to come here. But one thing I did not know was that they had people actually showing up at their house all times of the day and night. And I was told that there were people who actually showed up at midnight looking to buy things. And that's a problem for me uh, because, you know, I, I have boundaries. I like my boundaries and, 
you know, I kind of thought that people would respect the fact that, hey, business is open during business hours and afterwards it's not. And you go, you go, you go away and come back when they're open. But apparently that's, that's just not how people around here are. And I'm not really sure why. Um, I did think about putting a gate across my driveway, but when I was looking into it and talking to the zoning department in my town, I found out that there's an ordinance that actually prohibits people from putting a gate over their driveway. Um, it's like you have to do a variance, which is very is a very expensive process. So I didn't feel that that was an option. Uh, and those of you guys who've been watching me on YouTube know fully well what I did to actually block off my driveway. But then of course, you know, um, I was making videos, I was doing a garden, um, everything you've been seeing on my YouTube channel has really been just flower trials, just trying to see what looks good, you know, what I like, you know, what things grow well, how things actually respond. And, you know, meanwhile, in the background, I was doing things like research. And so I was doing legal research on starting farm in New Jersey. And I realized just how difficult my state makes it to start any type of business. And so it's just a lot of, it's just a lot of red tape, especially, especially if you don't have enough land to qualify for a tax. Like the, uh, there in New Jersey, you have to have at least six acres to get a farm um, credit. And if you don't, you know, even if I found something that had five acres, which for what I would need would be plenty, um, there's a lot of disadvantages. There's a lot of protections that I wouldn't necessarily have. And I was, if people basically don't want to live next to a farm, you know, almost to a certain extent they can shut you down. Almost the township could really do it. And so there wasn't just really wasn't a lot of protections for people who wanted to start farms. And for me, that was a huge problem. So I did research, I think Delaware and I researched in Pennsylvania uh, to see what their right to farm laws were. And especially in Pennsylvania, I discovered that the laws are a lot more favorable and there's a lot more protections, even if you don't have enough land to qualify as a farm, which in, in Pennsylvania, you have to have 10 acres of land to be to get the um, farming credit. But even if you didn't have that, um, you can still get the protections and you can get them actually quite easy, easily. And if there was an issue, you could file a complaint with the attorney general. And I did pull the attorney general's opinions and I saw just how strong the protections really were. And I like that. Not to mention there just isn't as much red tape in Pennsylvania. You know, the other thing is, I mean, in addition to the fact that Pennsylvania really is a beautiful state, I just love, you know, it's got a lot of rolling hills, which you guys know I like. Um, there's also a lot more just, it's just a lot more old farms and just farms in general in Pennsylvania. So whereas in New Jersey, it's a little bit farther and few in between. Like there's a lot of, um, I guess you'd say gentlemen's farms, but like in terms of like just farmland, yeah, it's really, it's really not that way in New Jersey. 
So, you know, as much as I would like to stay in New Jersey, you know, particularly because there is a need for what I would be looking to do, you know, I'm going to be looking to relocate to the eastern side of PA. So I'm looking at um, areas and counties that are adjacent to the Delaware River. So we're talking about like Bucks County, Montgomery County, uh, not really Philadelphia County. Well, I mean, if I found something, it's just that in Philadelphia County, things are more expensive and the taxes are higher. And like Chester County and Delaware County, uh, because like I said, those counties are close to the Delaware River. And, you know, for those of you guys who follow me in New Jersey, it's really not it's not bad if you guys want, like people from New Jersey can come over. And I've, I've visited a number of garden centers in the Pennsylvania area. And I have seen how many people from New Jersey actually do uh, drive over uh, to take advantage of the, you know, the vast amount of independent, independent, um, um, nurseries and greenhouses that they have over there. So you guys from New Jersey, don't be sad. Y'all can still visit me. So anyway, for two, for reasons that are too many to go into, um, I'm planning to start my little backyard nursery, um, actually in 2024. Now I know most of you guys are probably wondering, well, what are you, what are you going to call it? Uh, so I've decided to name my business Peonies, Petals, and Posies. Um, and there's a little tagline at the bottom of the uh, logo, which you guys should see, because I'm gonna put I'm gonna put the picture in the um, in the, uh, the, the the thumbnail, uh, and the tagline is by the Vintage Gardener NJ. Now I know some of you guys are gonna be surprised that I didn't keep the Vintage Gardener New Jersey as my business name, uh, and I promise you there was some method to the madness. So uh, number one, I would like some separation between you know business and you know personal, you know, uh, the business is going to have commerce. I mean, cause you know, with the business Instagrams, you can purchase things and, you know, and with the business itself, I'm probably going to be having, uh, I'm thinking about doing things like classes and maybe, you know, like yoga in the garden. Once I actually get the farm, obviously I'm not going to do that in my current <laughs> residence, but, uh, the, there's things like that. And I do really want to keep that separate from, you know, my personal garden, Instagram, which is the Vintage Gardener in New Jersey. So I'll still be creating gardens, you know, trying out, you know, new plants, you know, showing you the rose bushes and some of the stuff that I'm buying, you know, you can't, I'm not going to be necessarily selling for any number of reasons. Some of it is, you know, licensing and that and whatnot. And so, you know, my business is not going to be an alter ego for myself. Um, and so I just like to keep I just like to keep things uh, separate. So, and you know, the thing is, I'm hoping that someday I'm going to have like a media manager. And, you know, if I have a media manager, I don't want to have a media manager or anybody else in charge of my personal page. So it's just, it's just, you know, I, I think you got to have some distinct distinction between um, your business and your personal life. So that's just me personally. <laughs> that's just my personal, that's just my personal thing. Um, everybody else can feel I know some people it doesn't bother or it doesn't concern them that for me, it's just, I like to keep things separate. Now I know for a lot of you guys who are listening, um, you guys are like, wait, 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 when are you starting and what are you going to have? Um, so 
I hope to open in spring of 2024, you know, but I got a lot to get done. You know, I do have a business name and that sort of thing. And I actually did order my seeds and I'm getting supplies and that sort of thing. Um, but I do have a lot to get done. I've got to get inspections, um, which I don't think are going to be, um, I did ask a local grower near me what the inspections were like, and it doesn't seem like it's going to be too, too bad. And, you know, but I got to do things like, you know, get, uh, POS systems. That's point of sale for you guys who are wondering what that means, you know, that sort of thing, you know, I got to get a website. So anyway, there's just a lot of things to get done, but I'm hoping for spring 2024, you know, I already, I do have an Instagram and we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, so hopefully, you know, I probably will be using the Instagram a lot until I can get my whole website situation. Uh, for those of you guys who are also listening, you know, for the time being, I'm not gonna be shipping out of state. You know, that's another inspection. I kind of want to get the hang of just being a small grower before I decide to, you know, go all national and start sending my stuff all out into the world. I mean, someday I hope to do that, but unfortunately that's not something I'm going to be doing right now because the thing is I still work. So this is something I'm kind of, it's like, kind of, this is really, you know, going to be a side hustle for the time being. And then I know you guys want to know what am I going to be offering? So I'm trying to keep it small. Um, and I'm also trying to keep it true to me. So, you know, one of the reasons I started my YouTube channel was to teach people how to garden. Um, and I know that when it comes to gardening and, you know, for example, having a garden, one thing that people struggle with is design. And so I've decided for the time being, you know, this will change, you know, as time goes on, but for the time being, I've decided to go with a color coordinated selection of plants. So basically, you know, you know, with the plants, you know, they're going to look good. Like, you know, and I'm going to, I'm going to try to come up with a little planting, like a plantogram, um, for people to have, but basically because it's color coordinated, the plants will look good grown together in like a bed, you know, if you want to grow them in a bed, but you know, if you all, if you want to make yourself a bouquet, like you, you know, I got you covered. Cause I, I don't know about you guys, but one of the things I like about having a garden is that, if I just want some flowers to make my day, I just run outside and I clip some because I have a lot of stuff to choose from. I've got a lot of different colors. So it just depends upon what my mood is in, um, what my mood is. But all of these plants will be good just for general gardening as well as, you know, for those of you guys who like to have flowers, you know, all over your house. Cause I totally, I totally feel that. Um, so I will be, I will be offering perennials and annuals. Um, and although all they're not going to necessarily have three seasons of interest, um, there will be some sequence, you know, a sequence of blooms. So you you'll have blooms from spring through frost. I mean, that's the plan, you know, that's what I'm hoping, but you know, you'll have your splint, your spring bloomers, then you'll have your summer ones. And I do have some things for fall and we'll talk about that in, you know, future episodes. Um, in case you guys are wondering, uh, for right now, I'm going to be doing um, sales at like farmers markets, and I'll keep you. I'll 
I'll let you guys know which one because there's one specific one that I want to do because they tend it tends to have a lot of people there, so a lot of exposure for me. Uh, but like I said, there's gonna be more to come on that. So I know you guys are probably thinking, ooh, a color theme for planting. What's that color theme gonna be? Uh, so the color theme this year is going to be wine and chocolate. Um, so yes, those are the colors. It's going to be wine and chocolate. So, uh, it's kind of dark and moody, but I think, um, when you see what I have, I think it's going to be very pretty together. I'm doing it wrong. It's not like all necessarily really dark color. Some of the colors will be lighter and brighter, but in general, this, this theme is going to be wine and chocolate. So, uh, there is a lineup because I, like I said, I already purchased all the plants and, um, in the weeks to come, I'll be going over that. So, uh, what can you guys do? So actually there is some things I would like some help with and you guys can help me <laughs> do that. Uh, so first things first is that, um, I have a Instagram for peonies, petals, and posies, and I'm going to put a link. So big thing that would help me if you guys would um, jump over there and follow me on Instagram. Um, I only, I have a couple pictures on there, not a lot, but obviously that's going to change as time continues because I'll be keeping you guys updated on, you know, the plants that I'm starting and, you know, how things are looking, you know, to kind of get you guys excited for the upcoming season. Um, also please subscribe to my channel, the vintage gardener. Um, I'm not going to start a separate YouTube for my business because quite frankly, I'm just not going to have enough content, uh, to do that. Well, let's put it this way at this time. I don't, um, but on the vintage gardener, um, YouTube channel, I am going to have a playlist, uh, for peonies, petals, and posies. And a lot of what you'll see on there are going to be care guides. So for example, when I start going over the plants that I'm going to be, uh, gro growing and offering, I'll go over like, you know, how to care, care for them, how to space them. Like what my personal, like for the ones that I've grown, you know, I've grown, uh, here's what I found. Here's what I liked. Here's what I didn't like. Here's what I noticed about their growth habit. Um, so you'll be seeing that in that, um, playlist. And of course, the biggest thing is share, share, share. So, um, to, you know, so I can grow, uh, because obviously I, if I'm going to grow these plants, somebody has to buy them. <laughs> you know, I mean, granted I can put them in my own garden, but what I'm growing them to sell. So, you know, please, uh, share so that I can get more, um, get potential business leads. Um, and so, uh, also stay tuned for merchandise. So, um, I do have a logo, which you guys are going to see. I am going to work on things like t-shirts and water bottles and, you know, and sweatshirts and that sort of thing. And obviously, you know, if you buy it, it, it goes to support, um, support the business. So that would also help me out. Um, so anyway, guys, that is it. I know I have not posted a, a podcast in a while. And then of course I do. And I just kind of drop a whole bombshell on you guys. But anyway, uh, thank you so much for listening to everything that I've had to say. And um, until next time.